For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Master. Hello, folks. It's Monty Khan. Welcome to another great week of Domain Masters. Uh, We're just coming off of our highlight event of the live domain auction from... uh, from traffic just a couple weeks ago, and as everybody knows, last week we ran a very special show and had the sellers of cameras.com, which actually sought uh, $1.5 million for that domain sale, and um, we are going to have the buyer of uh, cameras.com for $1.5 million, I think, on the show uh, next week, and um, as we're following up from the auction, we are going to have uh, David Evanson on uh, our show tonight. David is a very large domain holder. Uh, he holds uh, close to 20,000 domain names. Um, he got into the domain business back in 2000. And uh, David actually had, has such good names that we sold 53 of his domain names during the auction, uh, both the silent and live auction, last uh, about a week and a half ago. So we're going to talk to David about his uh, domain portfolio, his strategy, um, some of his successes in the business and um, get some good feedback and good lessons learned from his experience, and hopefully that will help all of you as well. And um, we will also talk about the auction itself and some of the strategies that Dave uses to uh, position his names for sale and monetizes them and so on and so forth. Um, just a reminder, uh, the live domain auction will be running live. I mean, we'll, uh, the rebroadcast of that auction, again, will run right after my show tonight. And uh, so anybody that's interested in listening to how $5.3 million worth of domain names sold uh, just one and a half weeks ago, uh, you'll be able to listen to a live following my broadcast tonight. With that said, we're going to take a couple commercial breaks, pay some bills, and be back on with David Evanson. Stay tuned. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Google AdSense, how do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. 
It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com slash AdSense now. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted FastClick, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenAsRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details value click media it's all about links baby content is king but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major fortune 500 companies Textlinkads.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, textlinkads.com. Jump into the inner circle every Thursday with That's a Wrap. I had gone through the motions as we were attending the very first ever podcasting conference. Where we thought there were going to be like, you know, three, four hundred people there max, and there were 2,500 people there. Adam Curry kind of sort of boycotted the event. Really? Right? Like he holed up over at the Sheraton since he scored himself almost 10 million dollars from Sequoia, right? And he bought Podcast Alley. You know, you call yourself the self-proclaimed pod father, right? Like, that's what he calls himself. I'm not calling myself the archive father, you know, just because there wasn't an iPod then. Give me a break. That's a wrap! Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, followed by Rainmaker, only on Webmaster Radio. Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes. (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Domain Masters. Again, I'm Monty Khan, your host, and uh, we're still in our post-auction high and having uh, a lot of uh, follow-up interviews from people that were at the auction and some of the carryover from the domain auction since it was so successful. Uh, to that end, uh, we have a very special guest on, uh, Dave Evanson. Um, he started buying domain names in 1999 uh, with most of his portfolio purchased by early 2000, so he got in fairly early. Uh, to date, um, because of his management consulting business and in the strategic planning and marketing arenas, he has not really had much time to devote to his uh, uh, domain portfolio, but he does have plans to do so. One of the great highlights uh, of uh, working with David is that uh, he was able to, or we were able to, position 53 of his domain names for sale at the auction, and so it was a pretty successful event for him. And uh, we're going to talk about Dave's uh, domain history and a little bit about what got him involved in the domain world and uh, have him on the show. Dave, how uh, happy, uh, or congratulations on the great week, uh, I guess a week and a half ago, and uh, welcome to Domain Masters. Thanks, Monty. It's great to be here. 
So why don't you give us a little bit of background, uh, like we always do, and find out how you got into um, domaining, uh, when you bought your first domain name, and uh, kind of what got you into the business. Okay, great. I come out of the uh, financial services category where I held some uh, pretty senior-level jobs in the 70s and 80s. And uh, towards, uh, towards the late 80s, I was becoming very interested in the whole category of inheritance. And I had read an article, I think it was uh, in early 99, that over the next two decades, there was, there was a projection of about $190 trillion worth of uh, uh, inheritance to be passed on in this country. And I thought, it, I thought about starting a business, and I thought that probably the best way to do it would be around inheritance.com. So that was actually the first domain that, uh, that I purchased. And then, then I started buying um, uh, related domain names, all .coms, that I thought could point to that, uh, that domain. I guess back then it was called URL forwarding or domain pointing, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. yes. Uh, and I had I had, had uh, I had founded a, a marketing consulting company back in '91. We we've been fortunate enough to work with um, many Fortune 500 companies uh, uh, in financial services, but also in a couple of other industries such as uh, uh, Yellow Pages, where I was very fortunate personally over a nine-year period, worked closely with the people at Verizon, and had a lot to do with the uh, rollout of SuperPages.com. So we we understood the yellow pages industry, and we also had a had a, a lengthy opportunity to work for General Motors, um, spending a couple of days a week in Detroit for seven years. Uh, we we're in Boston. Um, I decided that we would we would go towards verticals such as um, automotive and uh, financial services, uh, direct response related in particular, and we we bought domains that were. In those verticals, and plus a few other verticals like insurance and household goods, maybe furniture or items um, for the lawn or to fix up the house. And uh, we also we also took advantage of. Uh, we were very fortunate. We took advantage of an understanding of the yellow pages industry, both offline and online, and thought about back in '99 and 2000. We thought about how people would be thinking about accessing goods and services on the internet. Five years out or ten years out, so right. that that was really the background. So that's um, that's uh, some some great vision. Um, um, so what was the first domain name that you registered? It was actually inheritance.com, uh, and we started developing that one. Uh, believe it or not, this year a few months ago we sold that one. Um, we yeah, have. You, can you can you share with us what you sold it for? Fifty-one thousand. Good. And so uh, you bought that one new from scratch at, uh, I guess, Network Solutions for 35 bucks back then. Well, actually, um, that's the only one that, that we didn't buy from scratch. I think we paid 4000 for that. Oh, back then. So you, were, right. uh, you bought a domain name in the aftermarket even back in 1999 when there was very few transactions. Uh, um, and so you were able to buy that then. We did it over the phone. It was a good transaction. Great, great. And so, and so your portfolio is now approaching, what, close to 20000 Right. Mm-hmm. And um, how are you? Are you currently monetizing those domain names uh, now? And what, what exactly are you doing with them? Some of them, to be honest, uh, for for good reasons, my day job, and that being uh, in the management, as you mentioned, management consulting arena, uh, I, I've, we've been very busy. So over the last several years, after the uh, after we got these domains and we started developing sites, and then 
I guess it was 2001 when the uh, you know when the net went south for a while. So we sort of just put it on hold and uh, haven't paid much attention to be honest. Uh, 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 several months ago, somebody recommended the DN Journal, and uh, I spoke to Ron Jackson, read a few of his articles, and found out about traffic. Went to my first traffic. Have been trying to learn a lot. Met some very very bright people uh, in the forum. Uh, you know, at traffic and. Uh, uh, started monetizing. Uh, we've been, we have been selling off. You know, we get contacted often for domains, and if it's a legitimate offer, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, we'll sell them off. And uh, we're getting ready to uh, to. Uh, we've recently partnered with one of the people that we met at Traffic, uh, 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 Gary Friedman from Evolve Marketing, and we're going to uh, try to find a partner to help us with. Uh, with on the development side, and we're going to develop a bunch of these out. Uh, at the same time, you know, we'll be selling some off and using those funds to um, fund the uh, development efforts and right. the marketing efforts around those you know, around those sites. I guess uh, I guess uh, the sale of uh, some 53 domain names at the auction, uh, both silent and live auction, uh, uh, a week and a half ago, uh, certainly helps with that effort, huh? <laughs> It sure does, and 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 I went into it blind. Frankly, you know, we we saw your emails about what you were looking for and how to set the reserves and the types of names, and you know, we we I, we didn't know if we make the auction, if we make the live auction, but we were very pleased. And uh, I think I I think uh, the auction was very successful. I obviously I was pleased with it, but I think even if I hadn't sold any, I still would have thought the auction was was run very well. It was very exciting. And has run very well, and I, I'm sure that as you go forward, I know that you and Rick Schwartz have have committed to uh, improving these auctions as you go forward. You know, learn, take the feedback loop, and improve. So I'm looking forward to the to the ensuing auctions. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, just to give you a little bit of background, the uh, the very first auction, which was about a year ago, we uh, we we basically did it all by hand. Uh, used uh, little stickers to indicate uh, interest. G- gave stickers to everybody to indicate interest. Put all put nine hundred some odd names up on a up on a wall and taped them with big pieces of paper and let everybody select which names they were interested real live right in front of everybody and uh, and then manually input those names into a you know PowerPoint spreadsheet and did an auction. And then later um, had everybody start doing it by email and then um, and then of course uh, Excel spreadsheets and did it again. Uh, so we went from four hundred and thirty-five for hundred four hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of sales to two point one million dollars worth of sales back in uh, in May, and then of course we just uh, with some of the aftermath and after a math interest of this last auction, um, um, we're going to be approaching five point seven five point eight million dollars worth of domain sales. So uh, it's wow. definitely improving, and uh, we're, we've brought it online and introduced the silent auction, which worked out pretty well for people. And uh, I understand you actually bought some names in the silent auction as well as sold some. So you actually saw some value in some of the domain names that were available, correct? There were great names available. We actually bought about a dozen in the silent auction. Uh, and uh, uh, and we continue to do that. We're, we're buying and selling and thinking about better ways to monetize. Uh, we're, we're, we're learning. You know, I, I listen to the, the people at Traffic, and I, and I read some of the posts in, in uh, Rick's forum. And I realized that I'm a novice, and I'm trying to get up to speed very quickly. There are some other areas like affiliate marketing, and you know, some other areas that you know we're trying to get up to speed on real quickly. But we do, we are still buying. But, but I suspect that that we will sell more than we'll buy. Right, right. And and just a little bit of a uh, just a little bit of a hint. Um, um, if you want to learn a lot about the affiliate side of the marketing uh, 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 side. 
there's a great conference coming up in Las Vegas uh, called the Affiliate Summit. I registered uh, last night oh, in January. Great. Great. Yeah, okay. Vegas. Yeah. Right. That is the very best place for uh, successful affiliates uh, uh, and for the for people that want to get into the affiliate business. And um, it's also a great um, strategy for uh, domainers to diversify their domain portfolio in terms of monetizing domain names by parking the ones that you don't use and monetizing them through PPC, picking the, the select group of domain names you're going to want to develop to turn into real good content and and e-commerce sites, and then. There's the whole affiliate site, which is kind of in the middle, where you can sign up to uh, Commission Junction or or one of the affiliate networks and really promote some of the um, um, some of the properties that you have and uh, get onto the CPA bandwagon and get paid for uh, you know acquisitions, customers acquisitions and signed um, applications and uh, committed um, dollars spent by customers when they go to websites. And so the combination of all three really makes a successful portfolio, especially one with of your size. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's great advice. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So now that you have twenty thousand domain names, um, now now um, I suppose that um, you had some of the same issues that I did back when I first started building a portfolio back in nineteen ninety six. You got started a little bit later, but when you build, you built your portfolio very quickly. You know, from nineteen ninety nine where you got started to two to two thousand, you quickly acquired some fifteen to twenty thousand domain names. Is that correct? Right. It was all. It, it was. I think about 95% of what we have, we acqu- 90% anyway, we acquired uh, between 99 and, and I honestly don't remember exact exact month, but I'd say maybe by April of 2000. And did you do that on an individual one-by-one registration type um, um, scenario, or did you buy I didn't know a any portfolio? Be- I didn't know any better back then, frankly. We were, we were in a dial-up mode. Um, I think we were able to get up to 10 at one time, and I had a bunch of college kids out of uh, some of the local, so many colleges here in Boston, uh, you know, part time and over the summers, uh, you know, I was actually coming up with um, the vast, almost all the names, I guess, and and but they were registering them, and it was dial up, it was network solutions, and hopefully you won't ask me what I thought of network solutions back then, but uh, that's what well, I mean. Probably the same from. that uh, people think of them currently. <laughs> it was you know I've been in business uh, since the mid seventies, and uh, I, I'll just never forget that experience. Yeah, well, with them. yeah, and and uh, it, it makes it it makes it more difficult, especially back then when when like you said, everybody was on dial up, uh, processing was slow, things were done by paper. It was uh, it was a mm-hmm. lot of uh, a lot of uh, definitely a lot of work. So so you slowly built up this inventory by individual registration. So and and you you must have had were you were you financed or did you self finance this portfolio? Because that's a, that's quite a spend. Um, a little bit. Uh... I, I didn't have very much left over for college education for my kids, but I had enough there. And uh, other than that, it was pretty much self-financed. But I did get a little bit of financing. So that's I think it was seventy dollars in registration back then, if I remember. Remember? Yes, that's correct. So, uh, but, but uh, today, when I go to an auction like yours, or we sell some domains, you know, it 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 makes it um, a little bit more palatable. But it was pretty painful back then. Uh, I had no intention when I started. To register more than maybe twenty, but then I got into it and I thought, no, oh, we'll point these domains, and we went on and on and on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the good news, uh, when I'm looking at your list, and I personally looked over the domain list for the live auction and and uh, was able to to, to weed down the list and sele- hand select. But your names um, were pretty pretty unique um, as a group because you had a lot of good um, commerce type names. You know, some of the names we sold in li- in the in the auction were portableprinters.com and rentalcarrates.com and ticker symbols 
those things went hot and they were priced right, obviously. Some of them were actually at no, at no reserve or even at low reserve dollars, and they actually drove some of the most excitement in the room at, the, at that time. Right. I, I do remember that, and, uh, and I also remember getting emails from you late at night when you were going through names, so uh, I believe that you went through them yourself. A- as I mentioned briefly earlier, uh, we, we did, we did in- deploy a, uh, a strategy that, that to some degree was around the buy and sell concept that the Yellow Pages industry was, was um, developed on. In fact, up until right through now, uh, for years and years and years, the Yellow, Page industry, the Yellow Pages is the most profitable division of the telephone companies. Right. And uh, anyway, so, you know, they, they knew what they were doing. And uh, uh, portable printers, I don't think you could have looked up portable printers in the, yellow, in, the, in the paper yellow pages 10 years ago. But if the paper yellow pages were, were being published this year, they'll have printers, and they might even have portable printers under there. Uh, and then, of course, uh, with the advent of the uh, online yellow pages, um, we were fortunate enough to uh, see how, we had we saw a lot of research being done in terms of how you put buyers and sellers together, what motivates and drives the buyers, and how do you time uh, the transaction, and, and you know, and that was very helpful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So let's talk a little bit about your development strategy now, because now you have um, you still have a big portfolio. You're buying and selling, as you said. So you're you're helping to fund. Are you, would you say that you're funding your domain renewals at this point um, oh, yeah, by sure. your sales? Yes. Okay, that's so that's oh, yeah. good news. That's always or, a goal. or even by even by uh, uh, you know PPC, right? So so Either by way, PPC sure. and, the, and the combination of PPC and domain sales, you're funding your portfolio expenditure, which is great. So you're you're more than budget neutral, and you're actually making money on your domains, I suppose. Right. So We've actually been about... making money on the domains for several years now. Just, just selling just selling off some names. Uh, we I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but but uh, the answer is yes. We're we're in the black. And and would you say you're in the black from the from the entire investment? from the very start based off of what you've been able to accomplish from sales and PPC uh, now? Honest so, answer? I think, the, I think the honest answer is, and I, ha- I have to look at the numbers, but the honest answer is I think we're, we've just, I think we broke even um, perhaps early this year, and now we're definitely in the black and going forward, but, but we were way behind until this year. Great. Now, let's talk a little bit about that strategy. So let's talk about the sales strategy a little bit because a lot of people don't know at what point to sell. A lot of people think that their names are worth more than they really are. Knowing that you had so much invested into the market, where did you draw the line on saying, okay, this is a fair price, I'm ready to sell it, rather than hold on to it? Because a lot of people, as you know, and you met a lot of these domainers at the conference last week, Right. Um, everybody has high expectations of what their names are really worth. Um, others realize that this is a return on investment game and that in order to reinvest into the market, you need to offload some of the inventory that you've been holding. And so how do you go about pricing your portfolio um, or parts of your portfolio properly so that you get a fair return on your investment and able to fund your future investment? That's a great question, Monty. With with some of the uh, learnings that I've had over the last uh, couple of months, that, that I think there's more ways to rationalize that process now. Uh, um, I know uh, Dan Warner wrote a great paper that that I agree with um, wholeheartedly in terms of how you value how you could value your own portfolio. But in terms of in terms of the uh, the actual one by one sales, uh, in the beginning there was there was no you know there were no comps there were there were it wasn't very rational. Most people that contacted you 
and I'm sure a lot of people that are listening, you know, had the same experience. Most people that were contacting you uh, either were telling the truth or they were lying, but they were always saying, I never bought a domain before, I don't know what these are worth. Um, and um, I had in my mind that, that, that I knew I didn't have the best domains because unlike um, someone like Rick Schwartz and some others, you know, that were smart enough to do this back in um, 95, uh, 94, 95, 96, you know, I knew that I didn't have... I knew I didn't have the uh, business.com for 7.5 million, but I also, but I do have perhaps 200 domains that start with business, and there's, then there's a word after that .com, like maybe business conventions or .com, businessaffairs.com. So, and I, and I knew that they were worth somewhere you know, less than the 7.5 million, but more than the 35 dollars or 70 dollars. I knew it was a lot closer to the 70. So basically, uh, it was trial and error, and uh, I tried to be fair, and I still try to be fair. I'm not, I'm not. Looking to um, to uh, uh, be uh, too greedy, uh, but at the same time, uh, it was trial and error, and um, it was based on. I tried to understand the buyer's behavior. In fact, um, I don't know that domainers, myself included, as a group, understand enough about what motivates the buyer. Um, I, I I think we know some of the some of the drivers. I know live auctions do. <laughs> Excuse me. I said I know live auctions do. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I mean, it's helpful to know. I mean, we all had, we all received emails. Like uh, I remember one, some guy wrote me an email from Hotmail.com, you know, from a generic domain, and he told me, I think it was a, a digital something.com, and he told me he was he was starting up this business out of uh, his garage, and I put a, I forwarded it to my my associate, and I said, I think this guy's an, e- an executive vice president at IBM. So, you know, it de- it depends upon. If they're spending their own money, if they're doing it for a corporation, uh, how badly they want it. Uh, I, I was able to, as a matter of fact, I was going to post, when I get a chance, I'm going to post some of this information. Uh, I, I, I was able to figure out certain ways to learn, uh, at least, not all the time, but at least uh, three-quarters of the time, learn who I was dealing with if they were coming to me um, blind by by looking at similar domains Sometimes a .net, or sometimes a two-word domain with a dash, or sometimes the same domain without the s or with the s. And very often, very often, that domain. If I went to who is, I'd find that domain. It was just registered that day, and and the guy would have his name and his address. And I, sometimes he'd have the corporate name. So uh, I was try, I tried very hard to, to to get a handle on the on the buyer's motivation and the buyer's budget. Right, but before before you come up with a sale price. I don't have sale prices. All right, so, I, you, so I, you don't use an analysis based off of PPC earnings or anything else to give you uh, what you're what you would take on a given domain name. You're using gut instinct most of the time. Well, in actuality, uh, we're now moving towards we are we are moving towards um, rationalizing and using sales prices now. But PPC, um, I don't think is a good personally. I don't think that's a good um, indicator by itself. Right, I agree uh, with that. That's that's kind of like a core base, low end valuation, depending on what your multiple is on it. That is. Well, but but something like portableprinters.com, you know, that I don't remember what that kind of traffic that was generating, but that may not generate a lot of traffic, but yet it could be a terrific business that somebody could run and make a lot of money on, you know, with that domain. Right. Uh, so as as. Uh, um, I think I think the value the valuation of a domain is a combination of PPC if you're doing that, but at the same time it's uh, it's potential. What's the, what's the likelihood that domain will be purchased, you know, in the next two to five years, let's say, and for for what amount of money? I tried 
few years ago, a couple of times, I tried to list domains on a website with prices. I, I categorized them like, um, you know, a lot of the sites, you know, your, your company as well. You know, there's several that do that. You, you can look, you can search by category with prices. We tried that. We've, we've also tried, we tried way back when, I think it was very early, we tried, as an example, taking some flower-related domains and running an ad in the flower trade publication. Uh, we, we tried some automotive domains in, in a trade publication, just like a DN Journal, which I happen to believe is excellent. You know, every industry has a publication or several publications if they're, if they're mature industries, and right. we tried to advertise in those publications. And what I found back then was that uh, I, I just as soon wait until somebody contacted us. It was just a lot easier. Um, there were a few times when we wanted to raise some cash. We got a little bit, we got a little bit aggressive. We, we sent some emails out to people that had similar domains or companies that, like, for instance, carrentalcompanies.com. We contacted the big car rental companies back in 99, um, told them we had this domain. Back then we had to explain what, you know, what we were even talking about. That was quite interesting. But we are rationalizing the process more now. Right, right, right. That's great. Now let's move over to the development side and give us an idea of what you're going to be doing in terms of the development of your portfolio. Um, what have you learned from your past experience, both in your current consulting business and in your and in holding these domain names, and I guess starting to develop some of them and then putting a stop on that when kind of things um, um, settled in the market? What is your strategy going forward? What kind of sites are you going to focus in on? How are you going to efficiently um, and effectively build out some sites that are going to bring you some nice return on investment? Give us an idea of what you're going to what's your go-to-market strategy on this on the development side. To be honest, uh, the go-to-market strategy is uh, in the incubator process right now. Uh, we don't have all the answers. I know that we have some pretty good marketing skills. Um, we, we don't have good development skills. Uh, Gary Friedman is going to help us with that, but we also need, we're probably going to have to partner with uh, some development companies, you know, whether they're offshore or here. I'm not really sure yet. Uh, uh, but I still like the idea of verticals. I know it's not called URL forwarding or pointing anymore, and it's different. But it's in a lot of ways it's still the same. I like uh, I like I, I'm, we're thinking about developing um, uh, categories such as uh, financial services, credit cards being one. Um, I happen to come out of the credit card industry originally, uh, so we have a bunch of credit card related. As a matter of fact, I think we sold PlatinumCardCreditCards.com as an example in the uh, silent auction. Yeah, Automotive, um, financial services, uh, uh, household goods. Uh, whether whether it's furniture or interior paints or uh, or window replacements, uh, then then uh, we'll probably have uh, a couple of a couple of um, uh, semi semi hubs or hubs within those those categories. So, like automotive, as an example, if we develop that out far enough, we'll have an SUV category or or you know a sedan category, and that will be those will be separate sites. I'm not sure. You know, we can't. We we can't. We don't have the resources, both the dollars and the people power, to develop too many of them. So we have to we have to pick out the ones we want to develop. Uh, and and what I don't have a good feel for is how quickly PPC and affiliate marketing and and whatever else is coming next is going to uh, uh, change our plans. Right. I mean, you know, it may turn out that we're better off. Uh, um, staying with uh, just a very small number, developing a very small number of sites, 
but going with uh, what, a, what a lot of people are doing today, you know, part, partnering with companies like yours or the main sponsor or whoever. Right, right. Um, now, Dave, uh, we're going to take a short commercial break um, and um, um, pay some bills here, but when we come back on, I'd like to get your perspective on, on two things. One, um, what you thought about the um, Madison Avenue panel, which was one of the most interesting panels that w- was at Traffic, and how you apply uh, some of the things that came out in that panel to uh, what you're going to be doing in the future. And then I'd also like to get um, a sense of your, your own just core business and, and consulting experience and how one can go about who hasn't gotten into the market yet or maybe some of the domainers that are listening can be better and more effective at what they're doing using some of the experience that you have as a consultant that, you know, obviously you're in front of businesses and people um, trying to make their businesses successful every day. Maybe we can get to some core issues that can apply across what brick-and-mortar companies are doing and across what Internet companies can be doing or what domainers can be doing to be more successful. Does that sound fair? We'll do our best. Okay. So stay tuned. We're going to take a short commercial break and be back on with uh, Dave Evanson. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Com. More than a name. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. VR Web. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. November 2004, a brand new radio station launched onto the World Wide Web. That station was WebmasterRadio.fm. Today, Webmaster Radio is one of the fastest growing internet media outlets in the world. The world. Webmaster Radio boasts one of the most respected talk radio lineups in the internet business world. Danny Sullivan, Chris Paul, Susan Brett, Jim Hedger, Barry Schwartz, Jeremy Schumacher, Ryan and Jeffrey Eisenberg, Greg Nyland, Katie Kempner. We travel coast to coast to bring you the most extensive and detailed live coverage of the most high-profile trade shows in the world. Ad tech, search engine strategy, RSA, Webmaster World, DMA, Ecom Expo. And we have brought you keynote speeches 
Schmidt interviews of some of the biggest influential names in business today. Eric Schmidt, Andrew Hayward, Barry Diller, John Patel, Keith Ferraz, and way too many others to mention. Our live programming and on-demand podcasting keeps the B2B world informed. We are WebmasterRadio.fm, and we're everywhere. Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes! (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. Hey folks, welcome back to Domain Masters. Uh, Just a short commercial break. Uh, Back on with Dave Evanson, um, who's a domainer since 1999, owns a portfolio of close to 20,000 domain names. Uh, We sold 53 domain names of his in the live and silent auction just a week and a half ago. So, Dave, uh, we were discussing um, a little bit about um, some of the factors that you put on in terms of selling domain names. Um, give me give me a perspective from your consulting and business experience. That, first of all, give me a description of what you currently do in terms of your management consulting business. What uh, what, what type of clients do you manage and, and uh, consult with, and um, how do you help them be better uh, businessmen? Okay, we've been around since 91. Uh, now there's about 19 or 20 of us uh, we're focused in marketing, all aspects of marketing. Uh, we, we've, over the last eight or ten years, we've worked for over 20 Fortune 500 companies in, uh, in financial services, credit cards in particular, uh, telco, publishing, um, uh, some real estate. And we help, uh, we help them with their, their marketing strategies. Uh, most of it's been offline until now. Uh, but their marketing strategy is a direct response, their branding, their product development, their uh, growth strategies for the most part. Do you spend a lot of time on any online uh, type of, uh, like, are you using your domain experience to help people get and cover their domains when you're talking about their marketing strategies? We do some online work, but it's not domain-related uh, on the few occasions and I haven't done it in a couple of years now, but on the few occasions where where I have talked to clients about domains that I thought they might be interested in, it didn't go very far. And and it, it wasn't even necessarily my domains I thought that they should buy. You know, it was domains, period. And it didn't go very far. And I found uh, I found some of the conversations in, in uh, at traffic in Miami and Hollywood last a couple of weeks ago very interesting because it, it they rang true. And I think. What's um, what's happening now is that more and more corporations are getting it. Um, we have some of this is not original thinking, but cause I, I actually heard some of this. But as the marketing managers get 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 older and start moving out, and the younger folks in their twenties and their thirties get more and more decision making authority, they are beginning to put more dollars online, of course. But even they're being they're spending on keyword buys, and uh, they're beginning to put more money into domains. I think that, for the most part, these, these folks have budgets up to maybe $5,000, in some cases $10,000, and they can buy domains with, without any questions asked. But once 
it goes to uh, the premium domain level, and you're talking about a hundred grand or fifty grand or certainly a million dollars, they have to stand up and stick stick them, their their necks out and convince older senior management that this is a good buy and that uh, it's going to generate enough business for them over, say, a two-year period that it makes sense. But um, I, I, I sense that as domainers, we'd like to see that happen sooner than later. I sense it's, it's happening. It's just going to take a little bit longer than maybe some of us would like. I also think that, uh, that an analogy that I can draw from my consulting experience is that over the years, advertising agencies, Madison Avenue, have recommended trillions of dollars of um, media spending on TV, print, radio, to Fortune 500 companies. GM alone, 10 years ago, spent $3 billion a year on, on offline advertising. The, uh, the advertising agencies, and it may have changed recently, but I don't think so, the advertising agencies never, never is maybe too strong, hardly ever recommended to their Fortune 500 companies that they advertise in the yellow pages. And, and I've maintained for years that the reason that that was the case was because advertising agencies used to get paid 15% of the uh, media placement. So $3 billion, whatever that is, $450 million worth of media commissions would go to the agency. But for yellow pages spend, the agencies got zilch. Right. So they had no incentive. What I, would, what I would like to see happen, and I was actually planning on uh, talking with some folks about this in Florida, but it just didn't happen, is I'd like to see if domainers in the industry can get together somehow and figure out some sort of incentive plan so that agencies do make some profit off of recommending that their clients spend money on domains. In fact, if, the, if their clients were spending money on domains, that would probably come from the same budget that the client would have for advertising. It's not going to come out of you know, an operating budget. So the agency has, is disincented to steer money away from TV or you know, even online where they are making some money, but they're, they're certainly disincented to recommend domain names because they don't, they don't make any money on it. Right, right. But, and, and obviously we got a little bit of taste of that. Uh, you, you did attend the, the uh, Madison Avenue panel, correct? Well, I was actually hoping you weren't going to ask me that directly. To be honest with you, that was the one panel I had to miss. It was the one I really wanted to see, but I did have a longstanding conference call that I had to take, so I did miss that one. Oh, okay. but, I, but, I, well, but I heard about it. I heard it was terrific, and I know that it's, it's one of the themes for the next time. You know, Howard New mentioned it's a, it's a theme for the next time around. Yeah, yeah. So, so this, 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 um, this uh, very basic um, groundwork is now starting uh, between domainers and, and, our, and our industry and Madison Avenue, the big, the big advertising um, folks that make the choices and help the large corporations in the Fortune 500 and Fortune 1,000 companies spend these dollars. And I think that both sides kind of got a good perspective of where people were sitting when it comes to why aren't the big corporations, you know, jumping on the bandwagon here? You know, why is it that someone like Rick Schwartz owns the name Candy and Hershey's or Nestle's or Cadbury does not? You mm-hmm. know, why is it that Jim Beam and its huge conglomerate holding company doesn't see the value in buying whiskey and bourbon.com? You know, when they can own, you know, especially when you're, and you probably can get a good perspective of this, but I, uh, as a domainer and also as somebody who's uh, been in healthcare for a long time, that was how I got started. And finally, some of the healthcare companies are starting to get it. For example, uh, GlaxoSmithKline bought uh, asthma.com, and so now they own that disease and are responsible for the content and the direction that they they get potential customers and end users and asthma patients to uh, go and be 
drawn into their products and product and into their brand slowly and through viral marketing by owning that particular domain, um, Johnson & Johnson's ownership of baby.com and how they're now basically taking the responsibility of, of guiding mothers and, uh, and, and people with children and babies and newborns of what's going to be on that website for, you know, forever, you know, probably 100 years because that's an you know, a, a old family-established organization. And so what's happening is, is that I think that the corporations, after a couple more Madison Avenue panels, the, 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 the information will funnel down on how important it is to not only own a brand for, for customer acquisition and education and information and viral marketing, but also to, to prevent competition from not, I mean, the ownership of a name with natural type and traffic that's totally geared towards a particular industry that a company owns is far more valuable than trying to go spend it um, and not being able to measure it through TV and newspaper ads. I mean, do you have that same sentiment? And Absolutely. Feeling? Points well taken. Absolutely. So, no, I mean, let's not forget, it's only been about 10 years. The industry's come a long way in 10 years, and the, and the buyers, the marketers at these large corporations, uh, you know, maybe today they see a lot more than they did 10 years ago. Five years from now, I think you're going to see um, a lot of movement. Yeah, definitely. You know, and that's, that's our purpose of... We, 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 um, our company and our, our marketing folks actually help put this panel together for traffic, and, uh, and we want to use the combination of the auction format and the panel to draw the corporate buyers in to why they should be owning domain names and be able to do that. And actually, there were a couple corporate buyers that actually came to the auction. Um, they didn't actually win the, the domain names that they came out to get, but at least they showed up. Um, 1-800-Flowers was there, for instance, uh, mm-hmm. and they, they were bidding on flowers.mobi, and they wanted that name bad, so bad enough that they made the trip down, they bought the one-day pass, they wanted to be there, and they thought they were going to get it. Um, no one knew, obviously, that that domain name would sell for $200,000, and well, they stopped their bidding at forty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Rick showed them that he wanted it. Yeah, and he, he did want it, and he believes that uh, if there's any extension that actually has a future, it could be .mobi because it's a whole new platform. So that was a, mm-hmm. that was a surprise to all, to all of us, but... The good news is, is that for the next um, the next auction and the next traffic meeting, we are going to very uh, going to market to the corporate world to bring them to the table, and it would be also good for them to be in attendance when we're talking about the Madison Avenue panel again, when they see that kind of conversation going back and forth between the folks that own some of these key generic domains and those that um, that are looking or don't know that they're sitting out there to be acquired and that they can be acquired. For what would what some people think could be reasonable prices now, but in the corporate world, when they see it's taken, or in even in the Madison Avenue world, they just move on to another brand and don't even bother. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I agree with that. In fact, I think it would be great if the association that we're forming or you know, has been formed, uh, or maybe and or some of the companies like yours could could participate in some way in the large at the large advertising conferences. I happened to be in New York the other day, so I, I did walk through the Ad exhibit tech. hall at Ad, at AdTech. Yeah, well, we were there. We were, we're the only registrar that actually exhibits there. So I know, and you had a full-page ad in the, in the, you had a full-page ad in the, uh, in the conference uh, uh, guy, um, well, book, whatever the you book, call it, right. show book. Yes. Yeah, and I, I frankly think that that went a long way for the industry. Yes, definitely. That's why we're there. We, we started attending AdTech a year and a half ago. And we're the only registrar there, and still are the, or you know, our domain asset management company is what we really are. And so we are trying to get it through their heads in different angles and different ways. And it's you know, like you said, it's going to come around. You know, it's definitely, mm-hmm. gonna, it's definitely going to be there. 
Well, as we wind up, uh, Dave, perhaps you can give some insight um, to those that are um, just starting off or those that maybe think it's too late or those that actually hold domain names. And can you give, like, three or four major points that you've learned from your experience, not only as a consultant uh, for strategic marketing positioning uh, for your corporate clients, but also as a domainer, how does one really go about being successful now in today's world with um, both the, the, the momentum that we have and also the challenges that are ahead of us, um, utilizing some of the things that you've learned that maybe some people don't know, some of, the, some of the things that aren't really basic to people. Can you give us some pointers on what to do to be successful in this business? Well, I appreciate the question. I certainly don't have all the answers, uh, but I think diversification is a good thing to think about. Sell some, buy some, uh, develop some, monetize some. Uh, I think the exchange that I've seen in the one week that I've been involved with uh, Rick's Forum is phenomenal. I think uh, the industry is sharing. There's a lot of very smart people. I think uh, there's, there's a very healthy uh, exchange of ideas that, that's, that's leading to... Uh, to, to good things. I think um, trying to understand the buyer, who the buyer is, what motivates the buyer, and, um, and, and setting realistic expectations in terms of what the buyer can do and what you, know, what you, what you really want to do. Because there is a chance, I happen to be very bullish on the industry, but there is a chance that there will be some kind of technology shift or, or um, or, or, or a major policy change that comes down from the government, you know, that, that, that makes it less advantageous than it is today to hold a bunch of domains and have traffic. But uh, I, think, I think we're doing a lot of the right things. I say we. I, it's not, I'm not. I'm just getting involved. But I think, I think working with, uh, with the, the various streets, Wall Street, Corporate America, uh, Main Street, uh, Madison Avenue, I think... As we do that as an industry, we understand more about who they are and figure out what our role can be with those um, sectors or targets of uh, uh, populations of interest, if you will. I think we'll carve out a, a very interesting and meaningful and relevant niche within the industries that we are um, surrounding or that are surrounding us. Uh, but in terms of, in terms of uh, your, your own portfolio, uh, and if you're thinking about selling, uh, there, there's I, I see a lot of tools. Maybe everybody's familiar with them. I'm just becoming familiar with them that show like like in the real estate market, the real estate model. You know, the comparables when you're buying a house you, or selling a house, you look at comparables. Well, there are some sites now that give you comparables, uh, and uh, you can you, you have some choices now in terms of valuation. Right. So. Um, I think continuing to exchange ideas, and, and uh, 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 I think we should all be nice to each other to, when we're contacted about domains. Uh, you know, we should try to understand where they're coming from, try to tell them where we're coming from, whether it's a, a buyer of one domain or a portfolio. I think uh, I don't really know a lot about the, the uh, affiliate industry yet, but I hope to soon. Um, I think we have a lot of... Um, uh, there's a lot of potential there. I'd like to see some rationalization of the, of, or even an equation, if there is a way to do it, a quantitative formula that, that ties together uh, a domain name with um, type in traffic and keyword search and paid search. And, you know, maybe there's a way to value along those lines as well. I know that, that, that uh, uh, some people 
say that that already exists, and maybe it does, but but I don't yeah, know we, that we it's actually uh, we actually provide that service through our appraisal services, and actually are in the beginning stages of re re engineering the entire domain appraisal data uh, based off of the current even more current um, metrics to help really get to a value of what a domain name is ver- is worth um, using very similar technology and philosophy as uh, the real estate world uses for you know evaluating you know properties and houses and buildings and so on and so forth and getting very very close to really saying hey this domain name's overpriced it's underpriced it's uh, at market um, you can count on this evaluation you know here are the reasons why here are the factors here are the comparables and and so on and so forth makes sense to me yeah definitely definitely anything else that you'd like to add or any other um, any other uh, tips tricks or secrets that uh, you feel are valuable to share across the community just that as a as a newcomer, I mean, I've had the domains for seven years or whatever, but as a newcomer to the industry, so to speak, and to the forums and the conferences, um, I, I think it's important that we step back and realize that it's only been 10 years. Uh, a lot's happened in 10 years. It's, the technology is moving fast. The comprehension around, around what it all means is moving in the right direction. The, uh, uh, but the whole industry, the the the, the marketing, the the um, buying and selling of uh, commodities on the net, domain names as well, it's still only ten years old. And I think five years from now, uh, we will we will move more than we moved the first ten years. So I, I think there's a little bit of patience required, but not a lot. Good, good. Well, David, I really appreciate uh, pre- appreciate your time and your and your experience and your willingness to share. Um, you know your your core non-domain experience and how you've applied it to your domain success. And uh, um, I'm glad that you were able to uh, get into the traffic conference and um, that you're going to be at Affiliate Summit. So uh, uh, we'll get to sit down and talk again. And also, uh, we look forward to working with you as a company and help you be more successful as at a, as a domainer and and help increase the value of your portfolio. I appreciate that, and I certainly appreciate the opportunity to speak with you tonight. Yeah, definitely, and it was a, it was great to have you on the show, and uh, I know it'll be a, a great download and podcast for those that uh, that weren't able to make it tonight. So, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. All right, take care. You too, bye. All right. With that said, uh, um, thanks again to David Evanson, um, uh, and uh, again, he had twenty thousand domain names and has um, just, um, although he didn't have the final numbers, he 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 sounds like he just got into the black earlier this year from the entire investment he made. Now, this is a, this is incredible um, acquisition because he basically, with, with the exception of one name that he bought for $4,000, which was the very first domain name he bought, which was Inheritance.com in 1999, he acquired 20,000 or 18,000 domain names in a single year period from 1999 to 2000. And so um, there was a huge, I mean, if you think about that expenditure, it's, you know, it's, um, you know, it's, Seventy dollars a a piece here. Um, he spent a <laughs> huge amount of money, so um, you had to be able to monetize that and and sell some and and, and build out a strategy. And so uh, um, he's just now getting into developing his website, and but he's been able to sell enough names and buy enough names where he's been able to offset those expenses and be able to come positive. So hopefully everybody that's listened to this uh, has taken his feedback and some of the tips that he's laid out and will be successful if they do. Um, for those of you that want to just check on the status of, uh, of the auction and its close or read about the auction uh, that we had a week and a half ago, DN Journal just published a, a cover story about the whole event at traffic, and uh, there's a great part about the auction uh, in that 
site, so go to dnjournal.com. Also, right following my right after following my broadcast, um, there will be a rerun of the entire domain auction, uh, all four hours of excitement or three hours of excitement. I think they tailored it down, and you'll be able to listen to the show. We um, listen to the. Uh, uh, the broadcast of the domain auction and see how $5.3 million worth of domain names sold live um, in front of everybody's eyes. Um, a reminder for next week is uh, we will be at Webmaster World and most likely be doing a live show from the um, from the uh, show floor at Webmaster World. I'm also speaking at the conference and we'll be talking about uh, domain names and some of the legal uh, challenges and ramifications and opportunities there are in owning domain names. I'll be on the panel with Howard New, actually, from Traffic. And uh, we'll be uh, talking to a room full of audience uh, uh, about the domain business and, and how to be successful in holding and protecting your domain names from a legal standpoint. With that said, I will uh, see you all next week live from Webmaster World with the Webmaster Radio crew uh, live in Las Vegas at, uh, at Webmaster uh, at, at the uh, PubCom conference in uh, Las Vegas. Be the master of your domain, and I'll see you next week live on Domain Masters. Take care. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply. Not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon.